SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Welcome to your Extraordinary Life by Design, where each week we will dive into tips and strategies on how to incorporate strong self-care habits, which will help you create, design, and sustain the life you want to live with confidence, grace, ease, and flow, and one where you can wake up to each morning with gratitude. Hi, I'm your host, Leslie Godet, Mindset and Emotional Awareness Coach for Women. If you want to create healthy habits to support your overall well-being so that you can avoid the burnout, people-pleasing, stop chasing after perfectionism, avoid comparison syndrome, and chasing after every magic pill, then you're in the right place because these are some of the things we will cover as the weeks go by. So I hope that you're ready to take back your life. Let's get started. And welcome back to another episode of Your Extraordinary Life by Design. I'm your host, Leslie, and I'm really excited to be continuing my By the Grace of God Soul Talk series for this month of February. Today, we rounded our series with the beautiful Christina Van. Christina is a business strategist and systems expert and owner of Agape Professional. After going through five years of infertility to have her miracle baby, she felt a pull in her heart that it was time to leave corporate America and start doing business her way. Guided by her strong faith and core values, she helps overwhelmed female entrepreneurs paint their business from chaos to clarity through strategic planning and organization. With almost two decades of experience in the business world, she helps business owners gain complete organizational clarity by identifying their gaps in their processes, systemizing and setting goals with action plans that align with their vision. I am very excited to get this conversation. So Let's talk to this beautiful lady, Christina. Welcome, welcome. It's really lovely to have you here today. Thank you so much, Leslie. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited for this. Yeah, no, I, I am as well. You and I are newly connected and we share a common thread to our connection to the She Rises Studios community with founders Hannah Olivas and Adriana Luna Carlos, who are taking the world by storm with their Becoming an Acceptable Woman movement, which we're both a part of, which is impacting and empowering women all over the world to live their best lives. So I love that we have this common connection. Absolutely. We also, yeah. And we also had a short chat a short chat a little while ago and we talked a little bit about your journey. And I'd like to touch on that more today. So with that being said, tell us about your journey, which is your story, of course, and how you happened onto what you're doing today, your miracle baby, and also how you're helping women gain organizational clarity by identifying gaps in how they do business as a whole. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so we had a really fantastic conversation um, a few weeks ago and after connecting through the three She Rises community. So for me, I, as you mentioned in my bio, went through five years of infertility treatment um, to have my beautiful son, who is now five years old. And during that time of going through the treatments, um, I grew closer in my faith walk with God. 
And through that, my husband did as well. My husband was not a believer when we first started our treatments and he became a believer through them. We were able to give our beautiful testimony after he was born. My son, my husband actually surprised me when my son was six months old and got baptized, which was amazing. And we got up and gave our testimony. Um, but you know, through the treatments and everything there, there, it was a hard time for us for sure. Um, it's physically, emotionally, it's spiritually draining on you. And I remember having my son and holding him and he was about six weeks old and it was the middle of the night. I was doing a feeding and I started crying and I woke up my husband and I was like, I cannot go back to corporate. Um, and I had worked really hard to move up the ladders. I had moved to several different companies. I had moved from the city onto Long Island where I live currently. And I was like, I just, I can't do this. I can't miss out on any moments in this precious baby's life. Um, and my husband looked at me and he's like, so what are you going to do? <laughs> and I, I didn't have an answer for him right away, but you know, I knew that there were women, they were mamapreneurs out there who were making business moves and were making money and able to support their family. And I was like, I'm going to figure it out. Like, I don't know what it is that I'll do, but I'm going to figure it out. And so for the first year after my son was born, um, in a very God-divined appointment, um, I left my job that I had been with. I gave them notice. And that same afternoon, my former boss from a previous company reached out to me and said, we're looking to hire virtual assistants and virtual project managers. Do you want to be a project manager? And I was like, okay, sure. Like it was a paycheck and I was going to be home with my baby and this is going to be fabulous. And then postpartum depression and anxiety set in and I was still working corporate hours. So I would be working all day long, trying to nurse my son, trying to speak with clients, trying to do everything in between having these bouts of crying and these bouts of moments of feeling like, how am I going to do this? Like, I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good worker. I'm not a good anything right now. Like, what am I doing here with my life? And so after a year of working remotely for this company, I said to them, you know, I, I was grateful for the opportunity and I was so thankful that I got to do it, but I needed to walk away. I needed to do business on my own terms. I needed to figure out a way to make this work for me and for my family so that I could prioritize what needed to happen when it needed to happen. And so for the first year of working online and as an entrepreneur, I threw spaghetti at the wall. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs do that, right? I was like, I can do social media graphics. I'm not a creative. I'm not a graphic designer. I don't know why I thought that was something I could do. Um, you know, I took on any sort of side projects that people had. Oh, I need a web, a landing page designed. Oh, I need some emails written. And it was fine because it was bringing money in and it was great. And it was giving me that confidence that this was something I could do. But I still wasn't working in like that zone of genius. I was so pushing back from where my calling had always been. And it wasn't until I was listening to a sermon one day that it clicked that I have the gift of administration. That's something that I've been given. I have worked always in some form of administrative. I graduated high school and immediately started working while in college as an executive assistant. And I continued to work up the ranks until I was the executive director for a business. Um, I've flown across the country serving clients. I've helped them set up their businesses and organizations. But then here I was trying to just do anything because I was like, oh, well, I can't do what I did in corporate here in the online space. 
at the end of the day, a small business, a large business, if they don't have the framework of their operations and their systems in place, they're never going to get to that next level. And so once I realized that I could take what I did in corporate and still apply it in this entrepreneurial and small business space, things just took off. I was finally working back in my zone of genius. Um, I started loving what I was doing. I was able to prioritize, which is what I had always wanted to do, my family time and my work time. Um, I show up in a more confident way and love it. And I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for the journey that I had to take to get there um, because that was super important as well. And so now I work with female entrepreneurs um, to really just help them gain clarity in their business. A lot of times business owners go on that same journey that I went on where they are putting an offer out there. They're not necessarily sure exactly where they want to go with that offer. And so they kind of pick and choose until they vet their zone of genius, but now they don't have the systems in place to support their growth. Or they've grown really rapidly, but they're still doing all the things behind the scenes. And so from going from, I have this ideal life of working, you know, 30 hours a week, now I'm working 60, 70 hours a week because not only am I serving my clients and showing up for my audience, but I'm doing all of the back end work because I have nothing in place there. I have no automation. I'm not outsourcing or I'm not properly outsourcing. And so I come alongside and we'll, we do business audits together and I'll look at the operations. We'll we'll print out your processes and systems, customer journeys, and how we can automate them, how we can systemize them, how we can set you up for that growth so that you can continue to step into your zone of genius and build your business. Yeah, no, I love that. I love all of that because I think, especially to when we want to leave corporate and we want to get into that, that new whether, whether that is our like entrepreneurial journey and now we're starting a new business. It's that fear of taking, well, this is what I did. And is that okay to take into a business? And I love the fact that you gave yourself permission to do that because you have skill sets that you acquired. But of course, now we're on, we are in a virtual world now. A lot of people are online with their businesses. So it really does translate well into the virtual space, maybe a little bit different, but it still translates well. And it's okay to bring those skill sets that you built up over the years to maybe, you know, helping women who are, whether they are their own solopreneurs, whether they have a team and they're looking to maybe scale, but they're having those issues of scaling because how do I scale when I don't really have the systems in place right now that are working well for me so that I can now maybe add a new member to the team that might actually look after specific pieces of it. Because ultimately, we we get online to have a business so that we can have that family life. Like you said, you had you you went through a lot of challenges until you finally had your son. And then you look at your son and you're thinking, you know, I went through a lot so I could have you, but I'm not going to, if I give up, you know, I all of that time spent, you know, all of the frustration, and then you're finally here for me to go back and like put all of my time back into something uh, that takes me away from you is really important. So I love how you focused on that. So now let's go back a little bit, because I know that we all like, it's great. I love what you're doing. And of course, I love the fact that you said like, right out of, you know, while you're in college, you're creating this this life for you, you had the drive, you had the ambition, 
Um, you had focus on where you wanted to go and you were, you were climbing the ranks. And I understand that like when we get into a corporate, corporate position that really like lights us up, we do everything to make the next thing happen, the next step. So let's talk about the pre, the pre-college, you know, working and building that dream or that dream life that you thought you wanted and then the change. Let's talk about like when you were a young girl growing up, what your life was like, um, and then what decisions you thought would have brought you to uh, really like getting into the the style of work that you were doing. Um, Obviously, I think as we're younger, there's, there's usually things from our past, people in our lives that may be influencing us a little bit, um, or things that we've seen or read, heard about have influenced us. And, and I know, obviously, especially too, if you have faith, I don't know if you grew up in a Christian family home, or if this is something that you found for yourself along your journey, and as well, um, having your husband also join you. So tell us about that. So, um, yeah, so I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I would say that my family was um, some priesters, Christians. They did Christmas, they did Easter, we did weddings, we did funerals. But other than that, we weren't really the every Sunday kind of church. Um, And for me as a child, I really, I changed a lot with what I wanted to be. I remember as a child, I really wanted to be a special education provider. Uh, It was one of the things that was a passion for me. I had a cousin who volunteered for special needs children, and I just found that super rewarding. I did volunteer work in high school. And then when I got to high school and it was time to like make a decision of like, what are you going to be when you grow up, right? What are you going to be? I was like, I'll be a nurse. That sounds good. And so my first year of college, I actually went to nursing school and I I didn't like it. I, one, had freedom of finally walking, like, you know, being an adult and living on my own. And so I chose a path of um, partying versus academics, we'll say. (laughs) And I just didn't love the classes. Nothing really lit me up. And so when I came home and I started doing an executive assistant, I was like, wait a second, like, this is something that actually works for me. Like, I, I enjoy being in the business. And there was a part of me, you know, I had two aunts who um, they worked in Manhattan and every day they got on the train and they'd come home and they would eat dinner and they had like this routine that I kind of really liked also. Like I was like, hmm, I could see myself in the corner office with all the windows around me and enjoying that life. And so I continued to move up the ranks, as I mentioned, in the businesses that I was working in and um, just it just came easy to me, business and operations and strategy. My brain just went there. You know, it was very easy when I would hear these problems to be able to break them down. You know, you'd hear someone, one of my old bosses, who's a very a mentor to me, he would come to me and be like, oh, I have this, this and this going on. And I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's break out the spreadsheet. Let's break out Excel and start like figuring out how can we do this? It was just how my brain worked. And so I then met my husband. Well, actually, let's back up for a second. My husband and I have known each other since grammar school. We actually went to a really small grammar school. He was two years older than me. Um, I actually had a notebook where I signed my married name when I was in like second grade. We actually found it um, and it was super cute. My husband's like, oh my gosh, you're like a stalker since second grade. Um, And then we dated in high school. We broke up for 10 years and then we reconnected. And we got married within a year of reconnecting. 
And I, again, I was living in the city at the time. He was already here on Long Island in our home. And I moved out to Long Island, started a new job, got married. And, you know, again, we thought that this would be something that would happen easily. And never in a million years that I think that I would have left my job to be someone who's going to stay home and raise her family or that I would become an entrepreneur. It actually is really, for me, like if I look back on my life and my childhood and stuff, I had no entrepreneurial people in my space. Like everyone kind of lived that same corporate life. Um, we had a lot of blue collar workers. My uncles, my dad are all union employees. And so for me, it was never even in my mind that I needed to be an entrepreneur. And so I always tell people when I speak with them that I'm an accidental entrepreneur. This was never the plan for me. My family still, I think to this day, doesn't understand how do I make money online. I'm pretty certain they think that I'm like an MLM seller. And I'm like, nope, I actually have my own business. I have a tax ID number. Do you want to see it? <laughs> and so for me, it's again, it was an act. It really is. It's an accidental thing. Um, and it's a God thing for me. I, I remember sitting there thinking like, what do I call myself? Like what kind of business is this? And Agape Professional was just kind of downloaded from the spirit to me one night. Like, this is what you're meant to do. You're meant to show God's love to others in how you serve them in your business. And that's something that I hold true to this day. I love that. I love the whole picture because it gives, you know, we all start somewhere and uh, especially too, I find it could be maybe a little bit more challenging if you grew up in a Christian household and then maybe moved away from that then try to find your way back. Um, I can't for 100% say that that would be the case. But for myself, I know that I have, you know, the similar journey as you, although I knew and I felt God's presence, you know, most of my life, I felt it. Most of my life, it was, oh, I know that you're there. But you know, I got this kind of thing. And I think it's when I recognize that, okay, I know you're there. And you're trying to get my attention. You're trying to tell me that this is I have a plan for you. And you've got these gifts, like you have found your your own gifts. I have these gifts. You have these gifts. I'm helping you cultivate them. I'm bringing that into your reality. I want you to use them, but trust me because I see the road ahead. It's going to be much easier for you to follow me than to try to do it on your own. So I love the fact that you brought that up. And I love the name of your your business. Uh, And we also share another common thing is that right now, my husband is not a believer. You know, I, when I married him, we were not. And, uh, and so I've been walking since 1999, not necessarily 100% all, all in until the last few years, but, uh, especially the last couple of years, I should say. But for most of my marriage, which is almost 27 years, we haven't really, I have been the one that has, you know, made, taken that leap, who's always had that, that belief system, belief in my, you know, I knew that he was always there. But finally taking that step and, you know, work starting to, to take the walk and then finally realizing, okay, you're, you're getting my attention in many ways. And it's time for me to really embrace what being a Christian woman is all about and having this relationship with God. But also, what is that? How does that translate into my business? How do I, how do I use the skills and the, and the tools that he's provided me with the gifts to serve the women that I work with? And so, um, and then be able to then still have that relationship with my husband who isn't a believer, but how can I be that 
positive role model from the female perspective because usually you know the men you know part of the the part of our, we know our faith is that women and and the, and the men in our life that we're supposed to have this like really good unified relationship and we do but it's not necessarily that he's in Christ like I am so you know my hope is that one day he will be and I continue to have that faith um so how let's talk a little bit about how your how you work with your clients when it comes to your faith because I know that faith is very much important to you especially with a lot of like again the the life's challenges that you've been able to go through you've been able to walk through uh especially with your faith and how having God help you you know have that faith enough that you have your son now your your husband is now walking in Christ with you which I think is beautiful how do you work with your clients when it comes to business? Is that part of your strategy or not necessarily strategy, but is that part of how you work with them? Do you find that you have a lot of women in faith come to you or is this something that you find a way to use your faith to serve the women who may not be? So for me, when I first started my business, you know, we do that whole ideal client avatar. I really thought that it was supposed to be Christian female entrepreneurs. Um, and then shortly after I formed my business, I, again, it was like this moment where I felt God just leading me. And it was that I'm serving female entrepreneurs, whether they walk in faith or not. Now there is that saying that your vibe attracts your tribe. And so I do have a lot of women that I've worked with who are believers um, and it's beautiful, but I've also worked with people who aren't. And the way I look at it is that I'm planting seeds. I may be the only Christ that they see that day. And so let me live my love for him out loud and show his love to others while I'm working with them. And so, you know, I had one client who we were working probably together for three or four months and and they cursed quite a bit on calls. They'd get frustrated and they would drop some, some curse words there. I do not curse, not in my business, not in my home. It's just something I don't do. And one day they finally asked me, they were like, what's the deal with, with the cursing? Like, why don't you do it? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I had a conviction when I found the Lord that I needed to tame my tongue. Um, and that's part of it. And they were like, what, wait, what? And so then we got into this, like, really open discussion about the convictions that I have. And so it's open doors. I also have a lot of people who don't know what agape is. Like some people think it's my last name and they're like, oh, you're Greek. And I was like, nope, I'm Irish. Um, and so then I get to tell people, I remember when I actually registered my business here in New York, I went to the the, the registration and the woman behind the counter was like, agape? What, what is agape? Is it like a foreign word? And I was like, it's agape, it's a biblical term. And so on my like certificate documentation, I have agape professional and then in parentheses, they have God's love for mankind, which I love that that's on my actual business certificate that's filed in New York state for my business. And I got to speak with the women and the business owners that were online. Like they heard me speak that this is why my business name is what it is. And so for me, I serve from a place of love. Um, I serve from a place of understanding that, you know, I always say we make mistakes. That's why pencils have erasers. Um, and that's part of my core values. And I don't shy away from the fact that I'm a Christian. You know, you go to my Instagram, you're going to see Bible verses. I sometimes share some funny memes about it. Um, but 
it's not that I'm just trying to attract Christian women. I want to be able to serve women of all kinds from all walks of life because maybe I relate to them in the space of our infertility journey or just as fellow business owners. Um, and if I get to share a little bit of God's love to them, I feel like that's a beautiful thing too. And it just elevates my purpose and reason for being an entrepreneur. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And I and I love the, the part about, you know, serving women, it doesn't mean that you're excluding people who are not believers because, you know, just even today when I was uh, just doing some study and I remember just seeing that, you know, we were not the chosen people. And I was like, yeah, that's so true. And yet when he came and he died on the cross, he did it for all of us. And it was like, bring us together. And it's kind of making me emotional thinking about it, but it's so true. So I love that when you say you work with women, yes, you might work with women who are Christian, but you also work with women who are not. And that opens the door to them having a discussion with you or even a deeper, even with the women who are a deeper level conversation, then also opening the doors to the discussion. Sometimes women don't even realize that, you know, there is, there is a path that will help you to even have more greater grace, greater glory, greater joy, you know, greater love. And, uh, and I think that through women in business who have faith as their, their foundation, uh, that gives them the opportunity to really show other women that through faith, you can build such great things. So I love that you did that. Um, this has been so amazing to uh, talk with you today. Uh, one of the things I just wanted to ask you is through your journey on on the online space, how have you found now that you, you know, this is this is the lifestyle that you're living, uh, you now have, uh, you know, you're able to, to be at home with your son, you are, you know, creating this life with your husband. Uh, have you found that you've really found your space? Like this is really this is you and you know, this is, you've, you've really found the place where you belong. Cause I know sometimes as you, we talked about this before, you know, sometimes we can be in this place where we think it's where, what we want and we might be spinning, spinning our wheels for, for a long time. And that's how you help women. Like you help them to get out of their own way. So for yourself, you found that. And is this, have you found where exactly you're going to be? Do you think there's room for, bigger, more? Um, you know, I was never one of those people who ever dreamt of like big or more for me. Um, until this year, honestly, like, it's we're only nine days when we're recording, we're recording today, it's January 9th. And I'm nine days into the year. And all of a sudden, my eyes have opened to more. Um, I want to be able to share my story with more women, I want to have that opportunity to to be in front of people and be able to answer their questions in a way where they don't feel that they have to, you know, shell out money to work with me. And so, yeah, I do think that there is more what that looks like right this moment. I couldn't tell you, um, you know, will I ever return to corporate? I don't know. It's not I'm not against it, but I also can foresee myself building Agape Professional into something larger than it is right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for answering that. I appreciate that. So it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate that you shared your story today. 
Uh, I've really learned a lot about you. Again, we are brand new connected, uh, but I truly love your story. I love the, the where you've come, like where you were, how your journey through your life and what led you to where you are, where you are now. And also being open to, which I think is important is being open to change because change happens. We don't, we cannot control the whole process. We cannot control our lives. We don't see the road ahead. And I think that's why women of faith, we let, you know, God help us to find our footing, to help us to make those decisions. Because sometimes I know we want to jump ahead, but there's always that, you know, when we, we know that we have our faith, we can lean on him. He can show us the way that it's really important that we listen. So I, again, thank you so much for your story. Before we go, what's something that you could share today to inspire women, especially women who maybe want more for their life, maybe they're stepping into entrepreneurial world for the first time. What can you share as a tip to help give them the confidence to believe in themselves and go after their dreams? Hmm, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to say something that's really for me is that be genuine, be genuine to who you are and don't compromise. Um, if you're going into the entrepreneurial space or you're just taking a big leap, maybe you're you're trying for children like I was for so long. Be genuine to who you are. Don't be persuaded by all of the loud noise that's out there, all of the people who are trying to change you and mold you into, you know, what everybody else is doing. Because if I look back on my journey, even from the beginning, you know, high school and stuff, I've always been me. This I, you know, the people who met me in high school probably would see some changes in me for sure, um, especially because I was not a believer in high school, but I am a genuine person. They could find me on Instagram today and they'd be like, oh yeah, there's quirky Christina from high school. Um, and that's okay. And I'm okay with it. And so embrace that, embrace your uniqueness, stay genuine to who you are um, and let the Lord lead. At the end of the day, you know, we talk about pivots, we talk about changes, but for me, I can't say what the next year holds because I don't hold that he does. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know that the ladies who are, who are listening today have found value from the wisdom that you've shared today, especially about your journey and having that faith and, and believing that, you know, it's possible, even making this changes, the switches that you've had in your life. Um, I love your story about your, your journey to having your beautiful baby. And building your life so that you can make, you know, you can wake up with more joy in how you live. And it's really, truly inspiring. So I want to thank you thank for coming you. on today. Um, I want to thank the listeners for tuning in today, uh, today's episode, and indulging me for the last four weeks as I've brought you real women with a faith with real stories of how they've overcome obstacles by the grace of God so that they could build their extraordinary lives. Be sure to check the show notes for all the ways you can get in touch with Christina. And as always, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, a beautiful week ahead, and I will see you all again next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and sharing your energy with me. I would love to stay in touch, so let's connect. Please follow me on Facebook and Instagram. If you liked this episode and what you are learning, please head over to whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on and give me some love so that I can reach more people and help them. And if you want to have a conversation around what you are learning because you feel like you could use a little more insight 
or possibly see what working with me could look like for you, then be sure to reach out to me at lesliegodettecoaching at gmail.com and let's set up a quick 15-minute chat. For now, I'll see you next time. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.